You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome to the Wildcat Scoop podcast live from Las Vegas. Oh, that was good. I, I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason uh, Shear. He just completely <laughs> forgot his name because Arizona men's basketball beat the who, 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 Hoosiers, as we all got to hear in the hotel. Look, I'm going to be honest with you before we get started. We're lucky that Shelby's here recording this podcast. Um, according to my daughter, Rora, there's a th- at one point the odds went to a uh, three to one odds that Shelby would be arrested. <laughs> Right. That's that, not fair. Is that right, Aurora? There was no Yeah. There were no cops that came to our section. I texted Aurora multiple times without Shelby knowing, say, please tell me if it gets a little too hairy and I will come up there. But Shelby reps. I did. I repped. I'm probably gonna have no voice tomorrow. And I just also before the game, Shelby walked through the MGM Grand and we went to Italy for lunch and every single Arizona fan she saw, she said, Bear down. The highlight for me was when she said, excuse me, ma'am. And the woman turned around surprised. And all Shelby said was, a bear down. Bear down. <laughs> I bear downed all day before the game. And then I've done it a couple times. As right. many Arizona fans I've seen since so Arizona So I'm just going to give the floor to Shelby. I'm just going to say. start, the score was 89-75. 89-75. in Aurora. 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 My Aurora. Your Aurora. Went as fans. I went as press. I'm a civilized man. Uh, but Shelby will let you know about the fan experience out here at the MGM Grizzle. Well, as far as the fan experience, I will say it was smart that we stayed at this hotel. That was nice. And, you know, it's a beautiful facility, you know, kind of expensive drinks, but, you know, that's everywhere. In My Vegas. girl had a seven. I knew it was going to be a good night for Shelby when she sent me a picture of a $17 hard seltzer. That's right. No, no white claws, but that uh, Budweiser hard seltzer does the job, I guess. But uh, well, one thing that was interesting is I we've never obviously Arizona fans have never encountered Indiana fans. They traveled well. There it was like a a plethora of Indiana fans everywhere. I was getting a little nervous at some points because uh, they Arizona fans were outnumbered for sure. What Shelby means by she was getting nervous because quote honey I can only take on so many people at once. That's right. <laughs> Elbows out. Elbows out. Um, but unfortunately, the section I sat in, I was it was quite a few Arizona fans, which was nice. But there were Hoosiers around us, and inexplicably, an ASU fan behind us, <laughs> and a Kentucky fan sitting next to Aurora, which was very <laughs> odd. He was with a group of Hoosiers. And um, one thing I learned, at least the Hoosiers in my section, you guys can comment or tweet at me, is uh, we had some casual racists. But we're in our section that just were dropping the N-word. 
Like it was like totally super okay. And all the Arizona fans were getting really upset. Um, I was super flaming like this, these people near me. There were some like frat bros behind us that were just loud and uh, awful the whole time. I, I will awesome. say like we were in, uh, we were on the court pretty much like two rows up, but there's an Indiana fan in front of me that basically held up his middle fingers and said F you to every Arizona player for 40 minutes straight. And it was, I think the best comparison I have was this is the, I always said San Diego state fans were the meanest fans i think indiana was pretty close so i this is my analogy i've come up with indiana fans have the entitlement of a ucla fan the meanness of a san diego state fan and they also happen to be racist and the looks of a trash can (laughs) so i mean that was my experience i mean i had someone tweet at me who because i've said this a couple times on twitter tonight already and they said, oh, I didn't experience that. I sat near some very nice ones. Just to put this into context, we were walking to the parking lot to go get in the car to go eat dinner at our new spot in Vegas. And Sapporo, we were in the garage. Sapporo Revolving Sushi. Shout out my it people. It was so good. And a bartender at the game saw Shelby in her Arizona. This is in the parking garage. A bartender that had been bartending at the game saw Shelby in her Arizona shirt and said, quote, I'm glad you whooped their ass. And I just started laughing. She goes, no, seriously. Uh, one of Their fans were the rudest fans. Like, one guy tried to order water, and she said, I don't have water, and he tried to order it. And finally he said, like, you don't have to be a, a bitch. And she's like, I'll, I don't want to repeat what she said. No, don't tell him. It's funny. I don't remember. I was no. laughing. She said, I'm not a bitch, but your mom was, or, or something, something like, like that. that. But, like, it was just, it wasn't just my impression. Like, that was a professional bartender who probably works games all the time, and she said that. But I will say, like, we also met nice Indiana fans. Yeah, and, and you know. It's paint, every fan base. We're, but we're, it, it we're felt, painting a very broad brush. And I think but, we also have to realize, I don't know if they sell alcohol at Assembly Hall, like, but I know that when you are at MGM in Vegas, that entire arena was sloshed. Yeah. So that probably, but anyway. Anyway, but. Beyond that, I mean, like, the passion, like, it was very electric in the in the arena because you've got a huge amount of Indiana fans that are very loud. And then the Arizona fans, I had people tell me on TV they could hear Arizona fans um, like crazy. So I think I just found a diamond in her hotel room. That's why Shelby stopped. Are we rich? No. I think Is it a Cuban zirconia or a real diamond? Because we're going to stop this podcast if that's a real diamond. We're I going out. I think it's a, a Swarovski crystal, babe. It's oh, my God. How much is that worth? Okay, go back to focus, Uh, back um, to the podcast. And also something I like to point out, and I've said this before, is it is very expensive to go on the road and watch your team play. Like, Arizona at ASU isn't a big deal, you know, L.A., whatever. But, like, Utah would cost you some nice money. If you're an Indiana fan and you're going to Vegas, that is a nice chunk of change. And they were feeling real good. And about five minutes into the game, they were feeling real bad. Yeah. And, I, you know, that was a butt kicking. Like, that was one of the games, and I always say this, and I asked Shelby and, and Aurora this. I said, was there any point in the game, even when it got down to four, where you said to yourself, shit, Arizona's going to lose? And both of them said, absolutely not. And that's how I felt. There wasn't one point in the game, even when Indiana hit a couple shots, where I said to myself, uh-oh, Arizona, they're going to lose this game. I thought from the start, and... Look, I, I don't want to brag, but I'm going to brag. In my breakdown, I said that Indiana had not seen anything that resembled Arizona's offense all season. 
and it was very apparent that the size, the shooting, etc., there was just nothing Indiana could do. Mm-hmm. Like, there was nothing. Like, Indiana on Ken Palm, I believe, was the 11th best defense in the country going into this game. Now, out of it, Arizona moved up like six spots in Ken Palm. But Indiana went from 11th to 20th. I believe, like, they, I mean, there there was just, and I don't know if they were 11th. I'm pretty sure they were that high. But Arizona's offense went back to one. I, I mean, it was Arizona, even if they missed shots, they were getting any look they wanted in this game. There was absolutely nothing that Indiana could offer defensively. They fouled a ton. Even when Arizona beat them, they were still fouling. Arizona finished with 42 points in the paint. Um, you know, it was just, um, you know, turnovers. Here's a big one. They both had 10, right? You, you, Shelby said it felt like they had more than 10. And the reason it felt like they had more than 10 is that Indiana had 10 turnovers and um, it led to 18 points for Arizona. Arizona had 10 turnovers and it only led to six points because a lot of them were just, I think two or three of them were just Arizona throwing long passes and they were going off backboards and out of bounds. Yeah, there's a couple weird things It was weird, but... Um, you know, offensively, Shelby can say it from her point of view, but to me, I thought it was apparent very quickly that Indiana just didn't have the horses to guard Arizona. Yeah, that Arizona's athleticism really kind of took them really far in this game. Like, you could tell right away that it, it just felt like Indiana was shook, like, early on. Like, they just had butterfingers. They were playing slow. They were playing behind. Their transitions, just getting down court, was just off you know and i i think that this game serves them well because they get to go back to their conference they're not going to encounter this kind of fast-paced a high octane athletic team like arizona probably till the ncaa tournament and here's the thing that would really bother me the most if i was an indiana fan big 10 basketball is not known for its offenses it's known for its defenses its physicality and all that arizona pushed indiana around arizona was a more physical team considerably more physical team than indiana i mean the the matchup going into the game that everyone wants to know was trace jackson davis versus umar balo trace jackson davis is you know you, you could make an argument he's the best player arizona will see all year if not he's clearly top five he was literally like a non-factor he fouled out when he doesn't really foul he had 11 points took 10 shots to do it and only had five boards. Umar Balo had 15 points, 12 rebounds, and didn't turn the ball over. I mean, Umar ate him up. Yep. And I said this, like, the... Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
progress, if there was a most improved player in college basketball, it'd be over already. I don't give a shit about the rest season. It'd be Umar Bala. I mean, the numbers that he's putting up, and it's the guys, he's like, San Diego State has good defensive big men. Umar destroyed them. Ryan Kalkbrenner was the Big East defensive player of the year. Umar Bala destroyed him. Trace Jackson Davis was making a push for a first-team All-American. Umar Bala destroyed him. Like, at what point do we start talking about Umar Bala being the best big man in America? Like, seriously. And it sounds ridiculous based on what happened last season, but he's got to be up there with pretty much anyone. You would take him and put his numbers against anyone. And I and, and the free-throw shooting is frustrating, but, I mean, look, the, the dude is just absolutely dominant like there's no other word to put it indiana tried to double him couldn't do it tried to put trace jackson davis on it couldn't do it tried to play malik renault for 14 minutes he was a non-factor i don't know what he was doing i mean they tried to go small it didn't matter arizona and that's the thing too that that chubb and i were talking about every time arizona or indiana cut the lead to four or like six and in the arizona the indiana fans were loud Arizona scored five straight points. Yeah, I never worried about it. I just kind of waited for a second. Let yeah. him, like, get all that happiness out because you got a three from behind, and you're still behind. I don't – I mean, Indiana, what, led at the very beginning and then never again. Yeah, Indiana led for one minute and ten seconds. Arizona led for 37.09. The game was right. tied for 129. Well, one thing, too, a factor, obviously, is just the combo when we play big, when you've got Balo and Azulis out there, that's just – ridiculous to try to even for another team to handle and it's unique because a lot of teams in college basketball don't do that and like race thompson you know for for indiana had a great game 16 points he was six of 14 of course he made four threes which are more, he was three of his last 18 for threes that might be one of the best games he wound up playing for his career but you take a look you know at, at the other guys xavier johnson three of 13 from the field but he had 11 assists miller cop at 14 points but you could make a difference to me. One of the biggest difference in this game was that Tommy Lloyd for the whole season has been saying that he believes in the bench when he will develop this bench and they will take some lumps. And Indiana plays their bench quite a bit. I mean, Tamar Bates comes off their bench and plays 28 minutes. You know, Malik Renault played 14 minutes. And he's playing guys, Geronimo played eight minutes. Tamar Bates played great, 13 points at the bench. I thought this was very clearly Arizona's best bench game of the season. Uh, you know, a demo ball comes in and I tweeted, you got Maui Coleman, Maui Justin, you got Anaheim Dillon. Now you got Vegas Adema. Mm-hmm. I mean, he came in, he hit the three threes. Those were big. Those were big. Big threes, nine points in 13 minutes. And you knew they were good the second they lo- they left his hand. Henry Vesar, if you look at the stat line, you go, he had five points, three rebounds. He played outstanding. I mean, he is really, he's going to be very good at the end of the season. Kyle Boswell played three minutes, but didn't turn the ball over. You know, gave some guys a breather. This bench that Arizona had today, 17 points, there wasn't a drop-off. I thought the bench was really good. There you go. Bench was really good. Shelby's hyped right now. I'm just like. She's just sitting back. <sighs> I'm just basking in the, the happiness. I just, go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say, it is. Nice to see Arizona, especially because this was a big deal. This was the first game on Fox of this type, right? You were saying that? in our Primetime game on Fox. Primetime game on Fox. They first. had the A-team covering the game. Uh, we've seen clips. I, I want to go back and watch the game at some point, maybe when we get home tomorrow. 
But I've seen the clips and just like they're in love with Kirkrisa. I mean, just calling him that kid, you know, like, you know, Kirkrisa plays with the crowd. He pisses off the opposing fans. He's looking right at the camera. Kerr had a weird game tonight because, again, you look at the stat line. He had six turnovers to seven assists. Not good. Six turnovers is not good when six of your ten turnovers are from your point guard. But he had 14 points, but then you look and he had 12 shots to do it. And he took 10 threes. But yet, I thought he played really well. Like it was, and I think one part is is that he just runs the offense so well, and his threes were big threes, and there were a couple of times where he kind of reverted back to old Kirkiso, where like I turned to the guy Brian next to me and I said he's hunting a three, like he's he's shooting a tell. three. I can tell you right now that whatever I don't know what it's going to look like, but it's going to be a three, and he reverted to that a little bit. But the way he runs the offense, it's just hard to complain. Um, shout out to my boy. I told you all, you guys got to just trust. There's trust the ballo. And there's trust this year. Pella Larson is a good basketball player. He's not going to struggle all year. I said he would have 15 points. He finished with 16. He played really well. Look, I mean, it's just one of those games where, like, it's I'm not going to find anything negative. Arizona won on a neutral court and whooped the crap out of Indiana. They beat one of the better teams in the Big Ten. They held Indiana scoreless over the last 237. And it's a long season to go. But you can make a very real argument that unless something goes really downhill, the win tonight probably locks up a top four seed in the West for Arizona. And I realize it's only December, but Arizona has beaten San Diego State, Creighton, and Indiana on neutral court. Creighton's playing awful. Um, hopefully they get it turned around. But, you know, that game at Tennessee now. Becomes real big. Real big. If Arizona beats Tennessee, I mean, it is a, a very, very big deal. But... Overall, I mean, it's just one of those games. I I don't see anything. It, it's almost pointless to find something negative. Yeah, I think it it I think it really kind of undermines the whole point that there was like a really big growth moment here, like handling the bright lights, big game, and Arizona is okay at doing that. But this team needed it as a unit, especially the bench guys. So I am thrilled. Obviously, all Arizona fans are thrilled run into a couple more tonight and everyone's said bear down and we've had our camaraderie occur and bear down man <laughs> bear down man but bear yeah down. um we have a arizona already has a turnaround on tuesday <laughs> quick game against uh texas a&m commerce or something i don't know but they'll win that game by quite a few but uh and then well let's see we'll go heavy to the tennessee game but Live from the MGM Grand, floor six, room two. No, I'm kidding. I'm yeah, like... we're stop there. <laughs> Just stop there. But I will say we have a lovely view of of the parking. Like, is this everyone leaving? Is this the valet? I think these are the. If you know, you know. If you're in Vegas, you know the amount of cowboys in this city this weekend. Yeah, the rodeo was here. Today's the last day, and I've never seen so many cowboys not in a rural setting before. And every bar in MGM Grand is playing country music, and my daughter just had it. She's just done. Yeah. Aurora's, Aurora tapped out. But but overall, obviously, big game, big win for Arizona. Nice time. Vegas is still wildcat country. Bear down, everybody. Oh, yeah. Have a great night. <laughs> <laughs> and then, supposedly, a fan tried to fight Cody's mom, Cody James Martin's mom, because, quote, why are you sitting in our section? Yeah, so Indiana fans apparently very mean, very mean. 
And we, you know, I texted and said, I got your back, Carrie. Call me over. Shelby's a thug. She don't care. I got multiple texts asking me if Shelby was still a free woman walking the streets. And I said, absolutely. But barely. Barely. Oh. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.